close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Hi, thanks for joining me today. The topic is being an empath is a gift. First, I want to say hello to my listeners in Bluffton, South Carolina. Thank you so much for tuning in week after week. It means a lot to me to have you here. Welcome. So let's talk about this. Um, I am an empath. I, of course, for decades, like most people had no idea that was the situation. People were always telling me you're too sensitive. Oh, you're so sensitive. And I felt bad about it, honestly. Like I took that as an insult and like something I needed to correct. And I just couldn't. Uh, If somebody was in a bad mood, if somebody was really upset, I was going to feel that deeply. When somebody got happy and excited, I got excited with them. I don't even have to know them to get excited with them. And if people are in pain, I start feeling the pain within me. So um the way that it can manifest sometimes for me is feeling emotions that I realized at this point are not mine. For instance, I don't get angry easily or often at all. And I was feeling rage for several days, maybe even five days. I felt like I was pacing around my house. I felt like the seething rage. And I'm like, where is this coming from? And I heard about a technique and I started trying it. Then it worked like a charm. And that was just to say, any emotions that are not coming from within me must leave my energetic field right now. And boom, it was gone. And now I know uh, since then, like if I start picking up emotions and it's sudden change or I can't, I can't specify where that's coming from, why it's happening, then I know it's an empath thing. So I feel for you empaths out there and there's far more of you out there than you even know. Because it does take time to hear about empath, to read about it, to kind of do a little discovery reading and and maybe taking a class, maybe studying with somebody, what it means to be an empath. I want you to know it's not a bad thing. I used to think of it as a curse, not literally a curse, but it felt like it hampered so much of my life, where I could go, what I could do, who I could be around, how much of something I could take. But now I see it very differently. And I think the big shift for me came with doing spiritual work full time. Once I started doing this as my full on way of making a living. So I'm doing this work all the time. I definitely am picking up people's emotions. And because I not only am doing mediumship, which is difficult to deal with the emotions of that, but also um, 
hearing people talking to them with their spiritual counseling, the difficult situations they're going through, the losses they've had, um, illnesses they have. Like I, I will pick some of that energy up. However, coming back to why I say that it's a spiritual gift, the same, same as a gift as if you are able to hear and talk to angels, if you're able to see and hear spirit, if you can, if you got excellent intuition, if you're a healer, all spiritual gifts, empath is just another one. Number one for you, as far as why it's a gift is you can know how people really feel. I bet you can, I, those empaths out there, I bet you can understand what I'm saying when I might feel very strongly, I can feel somebody just doesn't like me. And everybody's like, of course they like you, Ivory, they like you. And I'm like, no, I know they don't. And it comes out later, they don't. And you know, no one is going to be liked by everyone. There's plenty of people out there who will not like you because you're nice, who will not like you because you're successful, who will not like you for any number of reasons. Some make sense and some won't. But the point being, you need to trust that feeling that you get. So it's sort of like a lie detector in ways that you know the truth of a person and you can walk into a room and read it right away. Boy, if there's any tension in the room, it's going to bring you up short and you'll just feel it right away and you can start tuning in. All right, where is this coming from? What's happening? And in your and so it so it makes you good at relationships as a rule. If you're an empath, because you understand emotions, you understand feelings. And so that gives you emotional intelligence, just another form of IQ. Some people are brilliant with the emotional IQ and not so much with the traditional IQ. It doesn't really matter. However, it makes you really good at reading people, understanding them, empathizing with them. So you might be drawn to careers like counseling or being a pastor or a nurse, a doctor, things where you are interacting with people and you need to be empathic and compassionate. You need to understand what's going on. I have known some incredible empath police officers who were phenomenal in their job. And I watched them and I, I recognize them for fellow empaths and I watch them just create amazing relationships in their community and within their department. Um, it was beautiful to see. So you can use it. You don't have to go into spiritual work because you're an empath. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you're supposed to do spiritual work. It's just an option. So I'm going to tell you like why it's been such an incredible gift, like what it is about doing spiritual work that has made it so clear to me that being an empath is a spiritual gift. And that is, I know that I could not do nearly as well. I couldn't have done as well in, in mental health work, and I couldn't do as well in the work I do now if I couldn't feel what's going on with people. Many times people have a great deal of trouble verbalizing their emotions, but I can feel them and say, you know, uh, I'm sure that if I was in your situation, I might feel sadness or I might feel regret. And it helps get them kind of, oh, yeah, that's what I'm feeling and, and start talking about what they're feeling and the details about it. And also guiding people through. Um, sometimes people come to me with really intense issues that I'm counseling them through that involve their spirituality in some way or their spiritual journey spiritual situations. 
And I need to be able to know where they're at. I need to be able to know, can they take certain information? Is this a good time to give it to them? Do I need to pull back a little bit? Do they just need to talk and they just need me to listen to them today and not impart information? Uh, Sometimes that's why someone wants a session is they just want someone to listen and be compassionate in that listening. And so it helps me know what to do for each individual situation. I feel like as a healer, I've mentioned I started my spiritual work as a healer doing medical Qigong energy healing, which is hands-on healing. And I was really able to help a lot of people profoundly. Part of it was because I will feel, I will put my hands on them and I'll feel in my body where the disease is. I'll feel exactly where it is. And I could work specifically on that spot. And many times I would feel dis-ease in their body that they weren't even aware of. And then I'd work on it and I'd say, I want you to be aware of this area. Don't be alarmed. Just be aware. Keep an eye. If anything happens there, please get checked right away. Um, Because I feel like there could be something there in the future. And sure enough, there'd be something there in the future, but you know, heads up. So knowing things about our health early on allows us to catch it before it's too far along to, to do anything about Uh, Sometimes people just need the verification. I do not call myself a medical intuitive. I have not been trained as a medical intuitive, but because I'm such an empath, when people come to me for things like like a psychic reading and they want to know, is this uh, is this an issue? Is this a big issue? This thing that I'm feeling here, do I need to get it checked? And you know, I'm going to err on the side of caution because I don't give medical advice. I don't give advice of any kind. I give psychic insights in a psychic reading. So it's not my job to advise, but I'm always going to err on the side of caution because I'm not a doctor and I never will be a doctor. Can't stand blood. So I'm going to tell people, get it checked, but I can lend a little urgency to it if I'm feeling. How do I feel that? Because in my body, I will feel where it is in their body, and then I'll feel generally the type of pain and the intensity. I used to feel exactly what the person was feeling, uh, whether you know if they had um, if they had uh, let's say lung cancer, all of a sudden I'd have great difficulty breathing. It would feel like my lungs are constricted. I'd feel this weight, kind of a weight on me. And sometimes it'd be so intense, it would knock me out of commission for a while. When I did mediumship and I was, if spirit wants to go let enter my body and let me feel what led to their death, what they felt at that time, that's an easier thing for me to do because of as, as an empath, I can feel it. In the beginning, when I started doing that, I if somebody was in a car accident and had a head injury, I would feel a massive blow to my head. And I would have maybe be knocked out of commission for a week or two, unable to work, unable to really do much. So I asked my angels, please reduce that down so that I just feel the vicinity and generally what happened. I don't need to feel it with the intensity that it happened. And I'm telling you this because you empaths, whether you do this professionally or not, odds are you could sit next to a person and start feeling something in your body. And and if you didn't feel it before, I want you to start tuning into whether it could be the person sitting on either side of you or in front or behind you. 
Uh, it's the reason I can't go to church because when I go to church, uh, this doesn't feel like a gift, but it's just part of what I have to deal with as an empath. It's part of the package. When I would go to church, I would sit down and within 15 minutes, I would be holding in sobs and I'd barely make it out of there. And there's nothing wrong. Nothing's going on in my life. So I knew that it was people in crisis, people hurting, people grieving, and it would be like just taking over me to the point where I couldn't breathe and I'd barely make it out of the chapel and back into the restroom where I could let that out or go outside. I had to stop going. So, you know, yeah, there's some trade-offs. There's some things you will be able to do better than you could and things you won't be able to do or things you have to reduce. But when you're doing spiritual work, when you're doing healing of any kind, to me, everything I do is healing. Some of it's physical, some of it's mental, emotional, and spiritual, but everything I do is is healing. I, I consider myself, first and foremost, a healer. And so as an empath, you make a marvelous healer, whatever type of healing you decide to do. Uh, it will benefit you very much. And I'll tell you another, I have a client who is head of human resources, who is a strong empath, and what a wonderful position to be in for HR. For somebody who truly wants to make it a better workplace for the employees, somebody who wants to make things better for them, who wants to ease relationships, and she's really good at that. She's come to realize it is because she has the gift of being an empath that she can tune in quickly to inner office politics and inner office relationships and ease things much better than anybody they've ever had in the position before. And I'm not surprised. I'd be very interested to hear from those of you out there listening right now who are empaths, your experiences with your personal life or with your professional life as an empath. Like, how did you know? How did you realize that empath exists? How did you know that that's what you are? I felt so much better about myself. Like, it was a big boost of self esteem when I heard about this and learned from a spiritual teacher. She's like, the second I met you, I knew you had a strong empath gift. And I wanted, I cried a little bit because I'm like, okay, so there's not anything wrong with me. I'm not, I'm not weak. I'm just sensitive and it's okay to be sensitive. That's not a bad thing. The angels tell me there are many empaths on the planet right now, more than there have been before, because empaths are part of what helps us shift to a more peaceful world, uh, a world where we're not just in it for ourselves trying to make all the money we can and get all the things we can and you know the top dog wins and and not not thinking about our fellow man so empaths feel so deeply you know they have an easier time and I, i'm not bragging about myself i'm talking i'm talking about empaths as a whole have an easier time with the concept of unconditional love and unconditional love in this respect is more about loving if all mankind, doesn't matter if you've ever met them or ever will meet them, it doesn't matter if they're in your life or not, you have love for all mankind. And can I think you can understand how more people on the planet with the ability to do that and to tune into the nuances of emotions would be able to ease things, would be able to settle differences outside of warfare. 
outside of stirring the pot further, making things more divisive, more chaotic, more angry, and more filled with war. So this is in the works. It's happening. My angels talk about it regularly. It's not been a one-time message. This is something they brought up multiple times, and it's comforting to me. Uh, I love meeting other empaths. I always feel comfortable around them. It's like empaths of a feather flock together. Uh, We understand each other, and we can just relax around each other because we're going to be gentle with one another. And if you are an empath and you don't have your tribe yet, you know, your people that understand what you're going through, fellow empaths, uh, it it doesn't matter how strong of an empath they are. There's mer- very many levels. It doesn't matter. Just people who get it, people who understand that aspect of you, that can you can be around each other and just be more at ease, more relaxed. It's good to share experiences. Uh, the reason that I talk about my own personal life, my own personal experiences is because I always get feedback every episode where somebody says, I'm so glad that you opened up about that. I'm so glad you talked about that, Ivory, because that really resonated for me. And I feel more comfortable about, you know, talking about it or seeking help or, or just accepting that aspect of themselves. Um, it, it is a vulnerable thing to go on a worldwide platform and talk about these kind of things about my life. But I feel like that's what the angels want me to do. It's what God wants me to do. I've been led through them. This isn't what I would have been doing if they hadn't very, very assuredly led me to this point. You know, you need to do a show. Here's what you need to talk about. And they regularly give me ideas about topics too. So do some of the listeners, which I appreciate very much. I've been doing this show for a, a lot longer than you would think because I did it on different platforms. So like eight years, it gets hard to come up with topics. So I appreciate that. Uh, I am going to be continuing this topic over on Patreon, and I'm focusing specifically on signs of empathic overload. So you may not even know what that is. You may suspect you have it. You may have no clue, but I think it's good if you don't have it. Maybe a friend or a family member does, and it's just somebody who's completely overwhelmed with the aspects of being an empath and needs to take a break. So You can access that video for free on my Patreon page, which is the same name, The the Angel Room. Uh, You don't have to join. You don't have to pay anything to watch that continuation. I think you do have to wait like three days before you'll be able to access it. It's members only uh, on Sunday, and then three days later it'll be posted. So tune in next Sunday. It's a, a topic's called Attracting Abundance, and I want to remind you, just so you kind of have an idea of what's coming up on that show, abundance is not just about money and things. Abundance is everything in your life that makes it feel rich and full. And what that is, is so personal to each one of us, but there's some main topics, main areas, and we'll be covering those and talking about specific methods you can do to attract that into your life and ways to step out of scarcity. You need to step out of scarcity before you attract abundance. In the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you next week.
listening to The Angel Room with Ivory Lanoue. Tune in next Sunday at noon Arizona time for another enlightening episode.